everyone. Welcome back to my Thrive in EDU podcast. I am Rochelle Danae-Poth. This is uh, season two, episode 44. I've been trying to decide whether I will take kind of a break over the summer or not. And um, last year I decided, well, I struggled with deciding, do I, when do I shift seasons? Uh, Is it After a year, is it the end of the school year since I had started my podcast in September of 2019? So that was part of my own conversation with myself almost a year ago. So here I am, season two, episode 44, and moving right along. And if you are just joining in for the first time, thank you. If you've been listening, I thank you as well for that because I just appreciate your support. And Even though I'm often asked, well, do you have guests on your podcast? And I say, no, it's just me talking to myself about things I'm learning or things that have come up in conversation, conferences, books, blogs, you name it, Clubhouse. Also, I just like to share ideas. And so with that being said, if you would like to have a conversation with, since I do use Anchor, you can, uh, it's easy to kind of do that. So certainly open to the possibilities. The most recent couple of episodes that I've done, I've been talking about since May, we were looking at things like teacher appreciation, uh, and I should say educator appreciation, uh, day, week, or month, depending on where you look. I've seen all of those. Also, very important mental health awareness month, um, looking at social emotional learning, self-care, well-being, and all of those topics that are very important. And I know in my own school, we recently had a, a professional development day and the first hour of it was spent on, uh, we had a presentation with somebody who was speaking to us about trauma-informed practices. Also some social emotional learning was in there and uh, it was a really good, really good presentation with a lot of resources, a lot of information, and then time for us to have conversations after as well. So Going along with some of my most recent topics since April, I was thinking about self-care because the past year has been really challenging for everybody, not specific to education or whatever your role is. You know, we're looking at personally, professionally, just so much has happened and continues to happen since last March. And I, uh, I joke about the fact that as of today, I still have not been inside of a grocery store. Now, I've been to Target twice, and I've been to a couple of other um, stores or doctor's appointments and things like that, but I haven't been in a grocery store since last March 16th, and uh, I do get food, so there's no worry there, but there are just other ways to do that, and I think what it comes down to for me is finding some balance and having a schedule and you know, taking advantage of different services that are available, different resources that we have, personally, professionally, whatever that is. So I started to talk about self-care and shared some ideas and then just looking at getting through, right? I've never been one to count down the end of the school year. Uh, I have had friends who are educators from all over that from day one, they're counting down till the end of the school year. And I think, That's a lot of days to count down, right? I can see towards the end of the year, just especially for seniors, that's usually how I know whenever it's the end of the year, aside from just the fact that often 
ISTE conference is coming up. And so I'm excited for school to end just because I know that I'm going to the conference and I get to see friends and make new connections. But I've never been one to count down days before a break or anything, but I've had students that do that. And I've had colleagues uh, all over the place that have done that as well. And my students, even whenever they count down the days, I say, you do realize that we are that much closer to the start of a whole new school year. And then <laughs> some of them laugh. Some of them get kind of annoyed. Can't believe that I said that, but it's true. So I know this time of year in any year is tough for everybody. Lots of things going on, wonderful school events, um, academic award events. Let's see what else. Musicals and proms and sporting events and uh, standardized testing, which I'm not going to even talk about that one. But I know that there's a lot of things, especially with final exams too. And so after this year, with all of its challenges and changes that we've experienced, we're now at the end of the school year and perhaps looking for fresh ideas. So I shared some fresh ideas and think about things that you've been doing in your classroom or in your role, uh, whatever your role may be in education. And you may have, when you're listening to this, your year might be over already, depending on where you teach, or you may still have some time. And what I recommend, and I guess for today's episode is kind of uh, tailing off of a conversation I had in space recently with Skilled Space from Swivel. If you're not familiar, check it out on Twitter and you can create a skilled space. It's similar to like what you can do on Twitter with just the audio, the chats where you can be in the same space as people. But we had a conversation about learning and relaxing and plans for wellness over the summer. And so, so many, so many good ideas. Most of it focused on, you know, how can you stay like charged up right now? What are some things that we can do in our classrooms to keep learning, of course, but also to take time to unwind and focus on well-being and knowing when to step away and how to be really intentional about self-care because that's important, of course, for ourselves, but more importantly for our students to model that for them and to put practices in place in our classroom that we can do that. And so in the conversation that we had and for this episode, which will be shorter today, just some things to think about. I'm by no means an expert but thinking about the summer, I've heard a lot of people saying, I'm not doing any, any work, anything over the summer. And I, I hope that, that that's true because I know that saying that and doing that are completely different things. At least for me, I will say, yep, I'm not going to do this on Tuesdays. I'm going to have no meetings or anything. I'm just going to stay away from technology and read or stay, spend time outside, go for a walk. But when it comes down to it, there are always so many things to do. So think about something perhaps that you wanted to get to this year, but you haven't had a chance. And maybe you don't necessarily think you have enough time to do it. But I always say, you know what, just go for it. And we had some great conversations recently on our Thrive in EDU uh, live on Facebooks on Mondays and Fridays. And recently we had Don Wettrick, who, if anybody knows Don, he wrote the book Pure Genius, and he does a lot with innovation. He has Innovate Within in Indiana, and students are creating products and doing pitches and you know entrepreneurial skills and so forth. And we were just talking about how do you keep engaged at the end of the year? What are some ideas to try and that are good for students? And of course, you know, bonus that they're good for us too. So think about some things that maybe you want to try. Maybe it is a digital tool that you heard about or 
Maybe it's Genius Hour, for example, which doesn't take a ton of time to get started with or at least to give it a go. I did that last year at the end of the year with my eighth grade students. And that in itself, which doesn't necessarily require a ton of time on you know our part as the teacher. Of course, we want to learn about best practices or how to assess students or something, but maybe we just enter into some type of an activity or we try some different tools just to see how the students respond. What are the benefits? Do they like or not like something? Why? And then it gives us something to think about, but not necessarily to work on over the summer. Even though I know that many educators will, and I don't want to say all or most, but I'll say many educators are already planning the summer conferences, events that are online. There are many wonderful opportunities coming up and it's hard to pass those up when they are available virtually and especially when they're free or they are recorded and you can have them on demand. I mean, what is better than that, right? Being able to take advantage of some PD wherever you are. So my advice to you is in thinking about our conversation in space is if you're doing those things, then find a space that is, and no pun intended on that, that is comfortable, that's different, that is focusing on, you know, maybe it is a little bit of self-care because instead of sitting inside your workspace in your home or in your office or at school, sit outside on your deck, get a cup of coffee or iced tea, I don't know, whatever it is, and just enjoy being able to be outside and then take in a little bit of learning. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I love conferences. I'm sad that we don't have the in-person conferences this summer, especially ISTE, but I'm hopeful that we'll get back to some more of those in the near future because for me, being around my friends and making the you know in-person kind of first time, even though you've known people for so long, that for me is like self-care. That helps me to kind of find some balance to uh, be intentional about taking a break because even though I'm learning, being in that space with those people, there's something about the power of listening to each other's voices and engaging in interactions in the same physical space if you can be in the same physical space and just talking together, listening to different experiences, perspectives, uh, pushback, whatever it is, but even in that conversation that we had, it was it makes a difference. And while it's better, like I said, to be in person, um, it's nice to be able to just sit there and there's not the stress or the pressure of having to take a lot of notes down or uh, fill out a form or anything like that. It's you're making the decision of what to engage in for your own learning. And maybe there's a stack of books piled up. Like I have got a ton of books here in my office and some upstairs that I just have not been really good about finding time to read. And if I were to recommend a book that might help you to kind of focus on just being still, it's a book that Glenn Robbins had given to some of us speakers about a year and a half ago at a conference. And it's Ryan Holiday's Stillness is the Key. And I read that. And from that point on, I was really good for the better part of a year of making time to read every single day because the book itself just talks about People over time, over in, in history, leaders, uh, educators, so many different fields, areas of life, and all that they had going on, um, talking about presidents, for example, everything that they're responsible for, and they had time to go and do different activities or to take a break. And so it made me really think, why am I not doing that for myself as well? So 
Anyway, this is just me talking, sharing some ideas about you know, what, what are you, well, what I'm going to do for the summer. So here are a few things to investigate. I know that Wakelet and WeVideo are having some community events with lots of presentations and prizes and things going on. There's also Spaces EDU on Twitter. It's Spaces underscore EDU has had this 21 for 21 campaign for a few weeks here in May, and there are daily prizes. But there were 21 educators, I was one of them, that they interviewed with a lot of different questions about school and learning and ideas to share. And so now, the 21 for 21, each day you can vote and there is an idea shared. So you can borrow, borrow, I guess, and then use it for your own. So even listening to those quick ideas, if you chose to go back to them and, and go to the website and listen to them each day, just pick one, go through and listen to them. That's learning and it doesn't have to require a ton of time. And I think that's one thing that hopefully we've all learned is that for PD, for learning, even over the summer where we definitely need to take a break, I think it's okay to keep on learning if that's what you really love doing because I know that's what makes me happy and I enjoy, I enjoy working and it's hard for me to stop sometimes. But my goals for this summer are to definitely take a break Maybe that is certain hours of the day, or maybe it's one day a week where I just say absolutely no meetings and that's it. But uh, as long as you have a couple of things in mind that you can use. And the other part I think is important is to either model that or bring it up in discussion or offer some suggestions or uh, invite colleagues, PLN, family, friends to join you on some of these taking of breaks that you're going to put into your schedule, but also save time to learn if you want to. Listen to podcasts like mine. Um, <laughs> I try to keep them short. Or join us on Mondays and Fridays for Thrive and EDU on Facebook. It streams out on Twitter. It's on YouTube. We have a guest and we have fun. We talk about education and opportunities and we play Would You Rather. And it's, it's just a good way to unwind. It's a 30-minute, but you there is definitely learning that happens, but there's also a lot of fun as well. So what is this episode about today? I guess a lot of things. Focused on learning, relaxing, staying engaged, uh, focusing on your own self-care and wellness, and also making the most of time. Even if it's five minutes to take a quick break, lay down, stretch out, Dance in the middle of your kitchen is what somebody else, or maybe it was me that recommended. Uh, that's okay, just to break away from something because it has been a tough year and we don't know what the next school year will bring. Uh, we're way better prepared than we were a year ago and we're always learning as we go as educators. And so with that, I think I will draw this to a close because it's 15 minutes. And if you are still listening, thank you for listening I promise for the next episode, I will have a bit more focus on a topic. I have some things coming up this week in conversation, so I'm looking forward to looking at topics like computer science, uh, coding, of course, also looking at social-emotional learning, which is one of the topics that I've been really looking at and researching more recently. So hopefully I'll have some new, fresh ideas for you, nothing too heavy, or you know, maybe I'll just recommend some... Uh, I'll say conferences, but not necessarily conferences, some learning opportunities that are out there that not just for the learning, but for me, it's always been about the connections. So a great way to build your PLN over the summer. 
And I thank you for listening. Please join my Thrive and EDU community on Facebook. Uh, continue listening to my podcast. If you're interested in my blog or guest blogging, uh, please contact me. I would love to, to post one of your guest blogs on my site. So have a great day and I will catch you in the next episode.